Welcome to another episode of Exploring Possibilities, broadcasting on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, my website, journeyofpossibilities.com, and we're putting the best of the best now on my YouTube channel, YouTube slash Cheryl Sitz. I am Cheryl Sitz, your host, and each week right here, we have some of the most interesting, inspiring conversations on the planet. It's our mission to explore holistic, spiritual ways that we can transform life from the inside out. If you like what you hear, please support our work and help us keep doing this for you at journeyofpossibilities.com slash donate. We'll get on with the show after this. You know, our show and website are the skillful creations of tech shaman Mario Rosales of Tech Life Balance, and he can help you expand your digital presence too. Tell us how, Mario. Well, Cheryl, how I can help your listeners is, have you ever had a computer crash on you? And then how about recovering all those emails? Or you get a new phone and you're struggling to get all the configuration set up for all that to get all your emails, your calendars, and your contacts, or maybe you lost your contacts. I have a solution where it synchronizes your computer, your phone, your new phone, your tablet, or anything out there. And remember those viruses that sometimes come through your email? But that's the other part that this system protects you from. It protects, scans the email even before it gets to you. And also in case if you're, for whatever reason, you get one of those viruses that sends out emails, this system even scans the outgoing emails. So there, there's a lot of stuff in this one solution, and it's only $15 a month. Go ahead and go to techlifebalance.net or mariorosales.net and find out more information on the email service. Who are you? Why are you here? What wonders and opportunities await you beyond physical death? What happened millennia ago to create the damaged earth and fractured societies you see around you? Empowering, enlightening, internationally acclaimed, the Joseph Communications books offer answers to these questions. Spiritual, concise, contemporary, non-denominational, the communications originate from Joseph, a highly evolved discarnate spirit concerned for you and the future of the planet and its peoples. The words of Joseph and his soul group give you the power to bring light and change into your own life and the lives of others and to restore the earth. Available in paperback, ebook, and audiobook formats, the communications can be ordered today at www.thejosephcommunications.com and also from Amazon and other major booksellers. All proceeds are used for further publishing and advertising and to make the communications available worldwide. I have become part of a brand new online magazine called Houston Spirituality, and each month, our team share articles on a new theme. This month's theme is Gratitude and Manifestation in honor of Thanksgiving. You'll find each month local events, practitioners, and more. Check us out at HoustonSpirituality.com. And now for today's guest. Silke Tyler is an energy healer, spiritual teacher, hypnotherapist, and a mentor for women. She helps those who are ready to fully align with their soul path and awaken to their highest potential, guiding them through a journey of deep healing on all levels to release old patterns patterns and blocks, flow with universal energy, and thrive in every aspect of life. You'll find her website at silkesart.com. Hi, Silke. Hi, Cheryl. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm so glad you could join us today and have a little chat. How's things going in your world today? 
Oh, amazing. Uh, very, very busy with all the different things that I'm putting together toward the end of the year. And it's been just an absolutely amazing journey this year. So thank you for having me on. It's truly an honor. Oh, I'm so glad to catch you while you're on this upswing. You have all this expansive energy that you can bring to the show. And we know that when we connect in with these frequencies, we all benefit from it. So I think it's great. Take us back a little bit, though. Instead of jumping into like the growth spurt, how did it start for you? Have you always been on this path as a spiritual healer? You know, I do have to say, yes, I can't honestly tell you where it ever started, but I think it's always been with me. I think it's been part of my soul path to kind of come in with the knowledge and to not have forgotten it. Um, I can share a little story with you if you like. Oh, um, please. Um, yeah, I remember when I was a little girl and I must have been maybe two or three years old and it was a beautiful summer day and the sun was shining and my mom was holding my hand on one side and my aunt was holding my hand on the other side. And I remember looking up at the sky and looking up at the beautiful warmth and the brightness of the sunlight. And in that moment, it just kind of hit me. Um, and I can't even like, you know, explain it in like a finite way, but it was just this feeling of being all engulfed in the pure energy of love not just here on the physical plane but then also being held energetically as well just through the light of the sun coming in and so for me that was kind of something that I've never really forgotten and um, all my life um, I feel like I've uh, searched even you know as a young kid and then especially teenager just to kind of find the validations in the knowledge that I already had and just growing with it. And so for me, it's always been that that search of finding what I already knew or finding the validation, I think, for it and finding others that I could connect with in the same way. Yeah, you just touched on that because I was thinking to myself, wow, to always be awake. I've had a couple guests on the show before that that remember even birth. They remember always being awake. And for them, they've kind of shared that it was a different kind of challenge where some of us have had the challenge of awakening. It sounds like your challenge was more, where are people like me? Does anybody else know what I know? How do I talk about this stuff? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I would find it in friends, um, especially, like I said, more in my teenage years. And and I also had a, a really great upbringing with, with beautiful family and friends, um, very open. Um, so I was, I was kind of able to explore very early on. Of course, you know, back then there wasn't that much information. We had no internet. And right. so it was much <laughs> harder to just tap into things outside of ourselves at the time for sure and it wouldn't really come until much later and um, my husband and I we moved to the states in 1991 and I think at that point it shifted a lot for me as well uh, just having that broad perspective of being able to create my life without any kind of influence um, because obviously I wasn't bound by um, society anymore at that moment. And I could just create my life however I wanted to. And then, you know, going to bookstores. And then, of course, the Internet came and, and teachers. And, you know, that saying, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And I've definitely had that so many times in my life where it's just been an amazing journey. Well, you mentioned moving to the States. May we ask where you began your journey? 
So we actually only made one move in our life. <laughs> so we started out in Germany originally. So, I mean, I started out in Germany originally, met my husband there um, in the late 80s and we got married and uh, moved to Tennessee and been here ever since. We built a little starter home at the time and then expanded it <laughs> just like my journey expanded. <laughs> it's, always, it's so interesting, you know, how um, everything, you know, has to reflect in. So whatever we have internally, also has to reflect on the physical plane as well so the internal and the external are always this interplay with each other and so I certainly noticed that in my life for sure. Yes definitely. Was Germany more open to the metaphysical arts and healing arts than we are than you found us to be here? I don't know exactly. Um, I think it has more to do with individual people in general rather Uh than the um, uh, overall um, feeling in public in general, I think. I think, uh, and then moving here, I have to say, uh, I live in uh, Clarksville, and for me, it's just been the most welcoming and beautiful town, no matter what I've done in my life. And I've done literally so many different things here in Clarksville, you know, from being an artist to having a bakery and now more my spiritual pursuits, um, you know, kind of declaring them more publicly and more openly now, because that took me a couple of years too to kind of say, hey, this is who I am more internally. And uh, so I have to say, it's just been amazing. I mean, nothing really but welcoming and very open and beautiful. And and I do find the same in Germany as well uh, for individual people. And I think it's just the overall awakening that's been happening. Yes. Well, and our own frequency and who we're attracting, right? Exactly. So you're definitely yeah. attracting accepting people. So you must be pretty accepting as well. And that's a lovely quality to have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> So I understand from the way I introduced you that you have hypnotherapy in your background. Was that one of the first things that you gravitated toward or how did your training, so to speak, unfold? So the hypnotherapy actually came later. That came a couple of years ago, which is really interesting because when I look back, um, one of the first books that I ever read was by Michael Newton, uh, Journey of Souls. And he, you know, of course, is a hypnotherapist and he introduced that concept of life between lives. And what is so interesting that back then I never, ever would have dreamed that I would have been a hypnotherapist. (laughs) And um, back then I thought this would be absolutely amazing to be able to facilitate that or to experience that for myself where we can actually go in between lives or we can go into a much deeper state than what we know consciously. Um, So I feel like the seed had been planted way back then, but then it would take me through a longer journey of um, obviously, you know, having our children, starting a bakery, um, and again, also, you know, being an artist as well. So first doing that for many years and uh, always needing to tap into my spirituality in the meantime, especially uh, because I did experience uh, postpartum depression with my son, Daniel, just because it felt kind of lonely and there was so much responsibility on me. So for me, again, you know, really tapping into my spirituality and learning what exactly that was and healing it again from the inside out and knowing that we have all those resources available for me, that's been a very liberating path. Um, So I can, I know what that is for others and I can tap into that for others in the system. And I feel like, again, you know, I feel everything in our life happens for us. And um, so obviously this prepared me for a lot of the things that I'm doing now. 
Um, so the path um, started with Reiki. I think that's kind of the path for many people <laughs> originally. Yeah. Uh, for a friend of mine, again, when my son Daniel was little and I needed something that I, that I could hold onto that would help me lift my energy and my frequency. And I found that through just going to a friend of mine who was a Reiki practitioner already at that time. And then eventually uh, I would start taking classes. So that was kind of the beginning. I'm intrigued when you mentioned between lives. It seems to me that most of the people that I connect with are either into past lives or future lives or somewhere out in the galaxy, but not so much between <laughs> lives. Tell me about that. Why that specific niche? Um, yeah, and I would say um, my the hypnotherapy training that I've uh, studied does encompass pretty much everything, and I do incorporate all of it, and I do love, of course, you know, past life regression and then future projection as well. But at the same time, for me, I think the fascination when when I when I can be the facilitator to take someone on that journey of going to that moment where they're still held in that space before coming into this physical reality and looking at it from this much broader perspective of who they truly are and the grandness of their energy and their soul and the love and uh, you know how they're being held in their soul family um, and then choosing um, certain aspects of who they're coming in with, you know, what that play is going to be like, right. that they're going to be entering. That's just such a fascination for me. And I find it just uh, completely life-changing for people when they get to experience that themselves rather than someone else just telling them, um, but them experiencing it. Absolutely. That's been our journey has been mostly shamanic because of that, because it's very experiential and it's amazing how we can learn through experiencing something and save ourselves lots of studying and trying to believe and trying to understand. Dropping yeah. into that experience is is quick. That's exactly it. The dropping into that experience, I think that's really it. You know, just being that facilitator for someone else where they can be fully empowered and know just how amazing they are. I love that. Well, you've done a lot. You're a wife, you're a mom, you are a woman. No wonder you like helping other women because you really get some of the things that women face. What drew you to decide, you know what, I want to start doing women's groups and women's empowerment and helping women achieve their purpose. Where did that come from for you? I think it really just came from my own journey of just knowing what that's like, um, knowing what it's like when you don't have a lot of support. And I do have to say, I, you know, I have a beautiful husband and my kids are just amazing. But even, you know, with having that support, it can be kind of isolating just because we do have to tackle so many aspects um, on our own. And so I know what that feels like when we're depleted and when we really need something outside of ourselves to kind of shake us out of that and help us and support us. And so I, it feels just like a natural extension of what I've always been meaning to do. And I really do love to connect just with that beautiful divine feminine aspect and um, yeah, just tapping into just a beautiful sacred space for women. That's and lovely. that's just kind of where it lies for me. Well, I did catch your last Facebook live that you do on your page, Silk is Art. Aww. And I really enjoyed it. I like how you touched on self-care and how we kind of let that go too. And we it's something we have to be diligent with. Is that something that you found to be one of the main challenges that women face? 
Yes, absolutely. A hundred percent. And in fact, um, for Thanksgiving, I plan on putting out uh, a blog post that's going to be uh, called, you know, giving thanks, but then also the paradox of self-care. And uh, that's, of course, also why I started my membership for Women Beauty Flourishing, because for me, it's just so vital and so important that women have a place to come to and have a community because we can't do things in isolation. And having, you know, that weekly, monthly support and new inspirations and new guidance and and, and the community who can just say, um, yes, I'm feeling the same. I'm going through the same things. Or And then also celebrating our wins and celebrating the beautiful things and the beauty that we are and the beauty in our lives. Uh, so I feel like all of those aspects are just so important. I love celebration in general. And so I think it's, a, it's very important for women to not get caught up in the daily aspects too much um, and, you know, where they are in that overwhelm mode, but to be able to have something outside of themselves that holds them in a beautiful space. I like that. You've mentioned the word beauty several times. And I know as a <laughs> woman growing up in the United States, the focus was on the physical beauty, on you got to have the right kind of body, this kind of makeup, that kind of hair. It was all about beauty, but it wasn't a beauty that I ever felt beautiful about. What yeah. is your focus when you say beauty flourishing? What do you mean by that? Yeah, so it's really about the inner beauty and the beauty that's inherent in all of us uh, and recognizing that that we have so many aspects of us that are beautiful and to really tap into all those different ones, you know, from our creativity to our kindness to the love that we have. And uh, in, in many of these aspects that we tend to take for granted in ourselves and don't recognize them and especially don't practice uh, self-care, self-love. And so it's more that inner beauty that once that gets to shine, it of course will naturally reflect on the outside and it will reflect in every part of our life. So does participating in this help me figure out that I'm that I'm beautiful. I mean, I, most women, if you ask yeah. them, they think everybody else is beautiful, but they won't say, I know I'm beautiful. Yes, absolutely. A hundred percent. So how do and you help us do that? To be empowered. Can you give us just a little idea of how you help us get there? Yeah. So, um, so in my membership specifically, would you like me to explain a little bit of what uh, we do? Um, just, you know, some of the high points of, mm -hmm. of what can I expect? How will I begin to see myself as more beautiful? Mm -hmm. Okay, so yeah, so so specifically, um, I introduce meditations, um, and then arts and crafts, and then also spiritual teachings too. And I think the way, um, and then there are different monthly themes that guide um, everyone's journey. But I think what it really does, what it taps into specifically, is uh, just for one to know their connection, always. Always know um, that it's important for us women to take care of ourselves and take the time out and then how to use it within the best potential that we have available. So through the meditations, it's very much about empowerment. It's very much about connecting in, connecting to all the different aspects of what we are, who we are and who guides us and supports us. And I think that by itself will just bring out so much beauty and so much quality. And then also knowing the empowerment of, of being able to build something 
shopping, um, paint in watercolor, you know, do different things, uh, create a medicine bag and what potential that has. So it's very much that empowerment of the spiritual teachings and traditions that I've learned. And I do, I have studied shamanism as well, so I can very much relate to you as well. And just the beauty that's just within that and, you know, tapping into all of that. And again, the empowerment of once someone truly knows the tools where it's not just someone else telling them, but where they know this is how it works and this is how our universe works and the earth works and I can work with these different tools and I can pull this tool out of my toolbox if my if my child gets sick because now I have something to use for it instead you know, of feeling helpless. And I think that's a big shift as well. That sounds lovely. I know a lot of women that could benefit from something like this, but one of the first responses that I hear from them is, I'm just too busy to take on something else right now. Yeah. So do you get that a lot? How, what would you say to the woman that says, I'm too busy to do this? Yeah, I'm saying, I would say that you're too busy not to, because eventually life does catch up. And you can either choose to connect to yourself now and work with what's given to you and work with what you have available throughout your day to recharge yourself because eventually if you don't you will feel depleted and we all have to it's the most vital thing I feel for all of us to make time for ourselves and to tap into that because that's what's going to give us our growth and that's what's going to give us continued healing and uplifted energy. And then we're able to give to others because only if we fill our own cup can we give to others. Absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. That's so true. (laughs) Tell me a little more about your artwork because your things are are Silke's art. So I feel like (laughs) art is kind of at the foundation for you. Can you tell me, have you always been an artist and what inspires you? Yes, I I have. Um, In fact, (laughs) my mom told me just a couple years ago, she said, you know, you always had, uh, uh, even when you were really tiny, you always wanted uh, pencils and always had paper and were always drawing. Um, So for me, I do have a degree in art and design from Germany. And that was my first (laughs) thing that I really developed was art and then painting in watercolor. And uh, I just love the fluidity of the medium. And it really has taught me so much too about letting go. Uh, Because especially in watercolor, um, and in art in general, there's only so much that we can hold on to and only so much that we can do. And then there comes a point where we just need to release it. And when when you're working, of course, in watercolor with wet on wet, then part of it is the knowing of how to apply things, just like in life or in spirituality, you know, to have that tool available and to know what's going to happen approximately and what you're going to do. But then at the same time to let it go and let it flow and allow the medium to take over on its own. And I think that metaphor for really has kind of helped me through my life as well yeah, with that. So the combination has always been there. And then I love photography, you know, I learned it back then in college and it's been with me forever. And and then of course with um, Adobe and all the beautiful things with Photoshop and Lightroom and everything else, it's just so much fun to just play. So I think for me, it's just overall the creative aspect that I know from in my core that I have to be creative and that I have to create art in this world in whatever form or shape. 
One of the things that art kind of tapped into for me is, you said letting go, it's that we think we want to create this thing and we want to have these skills so we can create it just so. And some of the best stuff is when we can let go and just let our emotions flow through the brush. Amazing yes. things come out that end up better than what we could have maybe done on our own. <laughs> that is so true. It's a, it's a release. You know, it's a beautiful way of expressing, again, our inner world on the outside. Absolutely. Yeah. So what else do you do? You're, you are a creative personality. And one thing creative personalities have in common is 50,000 different things they've got going on. There's always so much going on in your world. So tell me what else you're up to. <laughs> I, honestly, that's my biggest challenge always <laughs> because I do get sidetracked. It's like, oh, there's the shiny thing over here. I want to do this. I want to do this. So, <laughs> so yeah. And thank you for that, for that prompt. I appreciate it. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's always the biggest thing uh where always on a daily basis i definitely have to stay organized and have to tell myself okay focus 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 right now you're doing this 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 <laughs> so um this past year i've um taken on a really big journey because i expanded from my uh local community uh that i felt comfortable and cozy in and you know had developed for many years now as a spiritual teacher and as a healer uh and artist um and now deciding that it was time for me to finally branch out and um that i needed to really fulfill the promise that I came in here for. And it's been uh, a very strong drive in me. And so this past year, I have grown into the online space. And uh, it's been uh, such an amazing journey where we really learn our own limitations that we still have for ourselves and being able to work through them and release them and step up into the person that we're truly meant to be and rise above any thing that we still feel is holding us back in any form or shape. So if I had to say one thing for me, it's definitely been the journey of uh, starting my membership um, and now expanding into uh, other courses that I will be offering, uh, creating my, uh, face my private Facebook uh, group, my Silkes Art community, um, growing on Instagram, you know, and all these different aspects of it. And it's been just an amazing journey to, like I said, to just blast through any limitations that I could still feel or any fears for that matter as well of, you know, going on my first Facebook live and, you know, literally taking five minutes and deep breaths, <laughs> <laughs> even in a private group in the beginning. And, yeah. and, then, uh, and then realizing, oh, okay, I'm just talking to people, just like, you know, you and I are just having a conversation conversation and and I just love it now so now it feels very warm and very familiar and the online space has been beautiful and the gates have been opened and and it feels just like a beautiful expansion and flow now so what would you say to someone this is a time when so many of us are stepping deeper into our paths or we're adjusting our course and going into our true calling and so there are many people that are trying to come into the kinds of spaces that you've been navigating yourself into what would you say to encourage them if they're daunted by the expansiveness of technology or afraid of being seen too much or or you know stage fright or whatever they've got going on don't know how to talk or afraid of the camera or whatever yeah, one uh, quote that I love so much is by uh, Marianne Williamson, you know, our deepest fear. And I think that's the biggest thing to let go of, you know, to think that we somehow shouldn't shine our light uh, and that that's truly our biggest fear. 
And in the end, if we can um, truly come from that place of shining as brightly as we can and illuminating everything else, the path will show itself. All we really need to do is just take one step at a time. And what I always know to be my own truth is that if the vision is here, then the physical reality has already been created for you. You've already made those agreements um, on a soul level. And so it's just more a matter for you to fully stepping into that soul path and allowing that space to open up for you, trusting and knowing that there is no way that you cannot succeed because, again, the path has already been laid out for you. So it's just a matter of closing that gap between where you are now and where you're going to be. Yes. And then once you collapse that space in time, then you're already there. And all you have to do is just to take one step at a time and trust and know that it's done. And the people will show up and the circumstances will present themselves and the doors will open. That's very empowering. Thank you for those words. That's very inspiring. I meet a lot of women that it seems like at the very foundation of it, our greatest challenge is to live our truth. There's Mm -hmm. something holding us back. We're not sure we're smart enough, sexy enough, tall enough, short enough, loud enough. You know, we're not sure we live in the right place. I'm sure you deal with that a lot with the women that you help. So can you share a couple of words that might help a listener move more into living and speaking truth? Yes, definitely. Uh, Working with women and working with women, you know, in private sessions, one-to-one, I do have to say that women totally underestimate themselves because they're really there for everyone else, for their family, living daily life. And, you know, once I can show, show them just the magnificence of who they are, Um, that's usually a really big shift. But yes, acknowledge yourself. Just acknowledge, let go of guilt, let go of fear, of feeling of lack, because you have it all within you and you are so much more powerful than you can ever imagine and you have it all in you and you have so much beauty and so much light to give to the world. So by limiting yourself or by thinking that there are any restrictions ever put on you, let go of those illusions because they truly don't exist and they're not meant to be there either. That's great advice. Thank you for sharing that. So you work a lot on an on a, take a different path now. You work a mm-hmm. lot with crystals in your Facebook lives. Have you always yes. been a, a rock hound? And tell me about your interest in crystals. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so my first thing was actually uh, tarot cards, or I like to say tarot. But um, so I used to actually read tarot in the disco. You know, it was the eighties. <laughs> So, so I was very sophisticated at the time, you know, (laughs) (laughs) me being a teenager and reading, you know, doing readings for other teens and be like, oh, what about my boyfriend and this? this." Oh, that's so so funny. It was so funny. (laughs) But but it was just, that's what was available for me at the time. And um, so, so growing up with that and learning that. And so that's why I still have a love for divination cards. And it's always something I return back to. Um, So once a week I do divination cards and then the other week I do um, the crystals. And yeah, I think the crystals came to me actually much later. Um, 
I don't remember how many years ago. I mean, definitely many years ago. But um, but I think it's one of those things. Once you get your first crystal, then you're kind of hooked in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can kind of see. And once you can hold a crystal in your hand and you can actually see it changing and shifting in your hand just by connecting with it for the first time and you can see the magnificence of what it is and, you know, the co-creation between you and that crystal. I mean, I think after that, life changes forever. And we do recognize that everything is just frequency and vibration and I think for me yeah so now it's it's definitely uh very extensive (laughs) (laughs) I enjoy that I love that you bring the crystals in our little pocket friends as we call them at White Eagle (laughs) (laughs) definitely (laughs) well you and I connected you and I were able to do a session together and you worked with me around my numerology and sacred geometry and that was a really interesting conversation you want to share a little bit about what that work is? Sure. Yeah, I would love to. Um, So yeah, when I do a session for the first time, uh, no matter if it's long distance or in person, the very first thing always, and that's why the session is an hour and a half long, is because I want to get to know uh, the person that I'm working with. And so the very first time is always a numerology reading on their birth date. And numerology and sacred geometry are really um, something that's inseparable because numerology informs sacred geometry and sacred geometry really informs uh, numerology at the same time you know they're both so interconnected and so what I so I've been very fortunate at learning um, this beautiful system of numerology and been in the realm of sacred geometry now for many years and it's just mind-blowing when we understand how um, God source creates how this reality is formed and um, so I love uh, the opportunity at every session um, the first time when someone has a session with me to be able to introduce them to again this kind of opens up to how amazing they really are and show them their own qualities and what they the hidden talents that they have within them just by looking at their birth date and knowing the numbers and knowing how to open up that field so it's it's so much fun and I love when someone has that aha moment and and I was really surprised of wow okay I had no idea that this was in me or oh this is why I've been acting this way all my life (laughs) (laughs) so again sometimes it's also about the letting go of guilt or feeling like oh why can't I shift this well because this is how you came in but now let's see this as a gift and let's see how you can use it so that's of the fun part about it. Right. I remember. So I've done work with numerology and I've had a couple of numerology guests on the show and I've worked with sacred geometry, but I've never seen them paired together the way they worked in my session with you. So you, when we connected and I gave you my birth date information, you came up with Metatron's cube and I have never had that correlated with me, though the flower of life has been. I I was fascinated by that. And then I think we laughed at the irony that that is actually the symbol of for manifestation. And I've had all these challenges with manifesting in the the beginning half of my life. So it's kind (laughs) of funny how I could be the symbol for manifestation and and not manifest, right? Or not understand how to work it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Is that pretty common? Do people have the symbols that they don't know how to work with them? So they're not they're not Mm -hmm. manifesting in the way they want to, or they're not showing up the way that they best could. Yeah, I think just because they don't have the conscious awareness of it. Uh, so once it's being shown to them and they uh, have the awareness, then of course it changes the trajectory forever. Right. 
it's pretty cool. I love it. So I just wanted to acknowledge that session with you. And, oh. and I really got a lot out of it. So thank you. That was so much fun. I, like I said, that's it's my favorite thing, you know, to for the first session to just kind of open that space up and and like I said, just to inspire. It's it's so awesome. So thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. So tell us what do you have coming up that we might want to mark on our calendar as far as anything with specific dates? Yes, absolutely. So um, big thing, December 10th, to mark your calendars because it's going to be so much fun. I'm going to create, um, or I'm in the process of creating right now, a new challenge that's going to be called uh, Five Days to Activating Abundance. And I think that's obviously a big deal for us all because we're trying to manifest on this in this physical reality. Um, and uh, this beautiful challenge will lead into a new course that I'm developing, which is called Awaken Your Life. And uh, the Awaken Your Life course uh, will start uh, at the end of December once the challenge is completed. Um, and it's really going to be about uh, conscious manifestation. So I'm so looking forward to just bringing that and birthing it into the world. I've been working on it for, for a long time. And so the five-day um, Activating Abundance Challenge should be a lot of fun. And uh, I've done a challenge at the beginning of this year, and it was so amazing. It was about creating sacred space and uh, it's it's just the energy of it when you're in a group and every day I'm showing up for Facebook Live and, uh, you know, just what everybody brings to it. And I'm putting out the ideas, but yet how it applies in everyone's life and what, what it opens up in the space that it opens up for everyone in the interaction. And so I can't wait. It's, it's just a very high vibe feeling. And so I'm excited to start bringing that into the world. That sounds exciting. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. Thank you. I appreciate it. If people want to connect with you, what does that look like? Should they reach out to you through Facebook or how do you prefer to be contacted? Mm -hmm. So I would definitely encourage them to, uh, if they're on Facebook, to join my Silkis Art community for women, if they're women. But of course, um, I also work with uh, men as well. So it's not exclusive, but my primary audience tends to be women, just I think because that's um, the main focus for me in general. But also check out my website. Uh, you can connect uh, with me through my website on my connect part. And then also, um, you know, I do write weekly blogs now. And then the other big thing I I would say um, I write a Silkis Consciousness Inspirations newsletter every Monday now. So I would absolutely encourage you to um, get on my um, email list because I put out a lot of really great and valuable information on what's going on for that week um, energetically uh, as far as the moon phases and uh, really want to make it valuable uh, to connect it with the blog to where there are inspirations. I think one of the biggest things for me is always to inspire. And if I can do nothing but just inspire, then I will have met my goal. You are a very inspirational person. So you can feel good about that. Speaking of owning our stuff, you need to own that. You are inspirational. So thank, thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're a beautiful soul. It's been a lot of fun to connect with you. And I like to wrap up my shows by asking my guest if you have a parting thought of everything that we've talked about today, or maybe something that we didn't touch on, what would you like to leave our listener with today? I think absolutely the self-nourishment part. Know that you came in with the grandness of who you are. Know that there's so much beauty you have to give and offer to the world. And you are meant to shine. 
take care of yourself, allow yourself that space on a daily basis to however it is for you that you can connect in with that divine presence that's always in your life and allow yourself to bring that out. That is beautiful. You know, when you said, take care of yourself, I took this big, deep breath and just smiled. You have this energy of bringing us home to ourselves, just that that relaxing into the truth of who we are and feeling like that's plenty. And thank you for sharing that gift in all the ways that you do. You really are inspiring for women and men. Oh my gosh. Thank you. So are you. And (laughs) thank you for the amazing podcast that you put out. Uh, I've been listening to many episodes and I am, like I said, I can't even tell you how honored and inspired I am to be on your show. Well, thank you. You've done a wonderful job. Thank you so much for being here, Silke. (laughs) Thank you, Cheryl. I appreciate it. (laughs) And thank you for listening. Let us know what you thought of the show. We welcome your feedback and your support at journeyofpossibilities.com slash donate. We will see you next week on Exploring Possibilities. Our show is the sole property of Cheryl Sitz and Journey of Possibilities. Feel free to redistribute in its entirety only with credit to Cheryl Sitz and Journey of Possibilities and link back to journeyofpossibilities.com. Any monies received from distribution of this show are the sole property of Journey of Possibilities. This show may not be altered and partial use of segments is prohibited.